can fade away I'll break Uh-huh And if you hold me close Then you can that amplified noise you deployed inside my ozone Was so prone to homegrown my own voice And letting you roam was such a poor choice I'm nothing without your poise, I love that old joy And ever since B left me, she won't speak unless I speak first I gotta do is put a beer in my hand <laughs> Dude, it's been too long Way too long Yeah, we missed a week We did, this COVID-19 shaking things up It is I was at the Utah office last week, though, so we could have remoted out again. Everyone loves it when I remote out. So I know. You remoted out last time. <laughs> There's a, it, it went all right. It went all right. I, I think we could do a little bit better when we do those kind of remote interviews. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I want to get better at that, you know, so we can get more uh, guests on because I think time schedule, it'll work a lot better. So, uh, I, you know, the top questions that I'm fielding right now is, is you know, Gypsy, we were kidding about your mom being on the road mm -hmm. and being a Gypsy lifestyle. Everyone's asking me to look into my crystal ball and see what's going to, what the future's going to hold. Um, there's a lot of us who are, I'm looking at some of the other states and what's going on um, right now, just a little mini market. Um, last week, there were 801 new listings on the MLS. And you want to guess how many closings we had last week? Mm. Five. 721. <laughs> it was a shot in the dark, man. <laughs> and, and so, you know, so for those that are listening, I want to give you a little teaser. I'll put it out on uh, a couple of the social medias. I'll, I'll be posting about that. I'll be posting Nevada updates on the COVID today. Um, and so the, the, the whole point of that is that the market is stable. Like we have almost as much inventory on the market that's going out. Um, I had four people call me literally in the last like two or three days. I've got a job. Let's go buy a house. Like the loan guidelines have all like strengthened up. Yeah. So they realize that as buyers, uh, they have more leverage right now than they, they they will in two months or three months when everyone else comes back to the market. So um, the other quick question is, hey, I'm laid off or I'm furloughed. You know, my job will come back as soon as we can get back online. What's going to happen? And if that's the case, then when you do come back online, you will be able to get a loan. So it's not going to ding you. Um, another key thing is forbearance. Everyone's asking me about their mortgage. Do not uh, call me first. Call someone. Call a professional first before you call your lender because um, I'm going to share some information today about forbearance and the difference between abatement, forbearance, and deferment. But if you call today and said, hey, lender A, I want to, you know, I want to refi. That's fine. That's great. Hey, lender A, hey, I don't want to make my payment this month. And I want to, you know, think about what, what, what programs we have available. Guess what you're going to get? I have no idea. You are secretly going to get backhanded. They're going to say, hey, we will send you out some options. Mm -hmm. But honestly, what they're going to do is they're going to put you on a, on a, they'll tag your file and you will actually be, uh, you'll actually be incapable of for forbearance. 
So call a professional. I've got some details. It's all free. Just trying to do more information. Um, another thing that people are talking to me about is the SBA loans. I submitted my application yesterday. Um, lenders are starting to open up. Bank of America was the first lender. The key feature for that is you have to have a lending relationship if you're going to apply for that SBA loan, which that what that means is you need to be a current client and you need to have a client that already has a loan with them, whether it be a mortgage loan, auto loan, credit card, a line of credit. You need to have a lending relationship with that banker. If you don't, you're going to have to come up with three times the paperwork and you're going to be on the bottom of the pile. So um, there's actually already a lawsuit against Bank of America. I don't know how they filed it since all the courts are closed. Um, so they must have filed electronically. It'll just be in the queue. And it, uh, because an, uh, a business owner applied for the SBA loan and found out that, yeah, his loan is on the bottom of the stack because he does not have a lending relationship. And that's across the board. All lenders are doing that. So, um, because it has to do with risk mitigation, which means, Hey, if we know that we can't, that, uh, there's no other like ties to that person besides this SBA loan, then their risk is really high with giving you that loan. So they want to mitigate that risk and make sure that they already have other ways that they are, they're tied to you. So. Welcome to Staying in Trouble. <laughs> we are brought to you by Rooftop Realty that will help you with all of that stuff. <laughs> that was good information, though. But uh, let's get a little personal on this. Great. What is, uh, besides the Utah office, it was nice to kind of get away. Was there anyone else up there? Uh, so we were up there during the middle of the week, and we, I think we saw one or two two other people and um and i did some plumbing couldn't get my plumber up there so i had to <laughs> do it myself with my friend bryson i saw um, the pictures man I professional the, looks good it looks a little good. shout out to mora ice cream one of our uh, future sponsors um they're starting to do local deliveries have you ever had mora ice cream no but i'll be willing to try it we will bring we'll, i'm a fat man at heart man. yeah we'll be bringing some pints by we'll bring bringing some pints by um so uh yeah actually so we left on friday and there was two couples coming up so nice. hardly anyone's going up there uh a lot of the state borders I did you know about the change in in state uh, interstate travel no i have not so Utah started yesterday that when you are traveling interstate, you need to fill out a form of where you came from, where you're going, and what time you plan on leaving. And you got to just keep that with you in the car? Uh, I haven't gone through it. I was hmm, instructed about it because it just happened yesterday. Wow. And so it'll be interesting um, on interstate travel. I actually think they probably should have started that already um, because – Really, realistic. The United States is is closer to like a whole continent of Europe, yeah, in, in both population and in and land mass, and so, um, and so it would have been great to 
you know, limit travel. I also heard a lot of people that were traveling down from Washington to Nevada and, uh, you know, and so I, other states are probably doing this too. Hopefully, hopefully everyone will step it up this, I think these two weeks, I think if we can step it up, keep it, uh, we've been very fortunate in the mountain West mm-hmm. as opposed to the coastal West or really to the, everything East of the Mississippi. If you're East of the Mississippi, I don't know if you've seen the maps, but it it's, it, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so I think if we can um, help uh, limit our exposure and, and keep enjoying a little bit more freedom and lifestyle, I don't think we live on top of each other, and that helps to our benefit. Cool. Yeah, for us, man, we've just been uh, staying home, you know, and at that we've been doing the homeschool, our uh, kids' charter school. Yeah. Has everything else set up. And I, I said this in the last podcast. I was kind of excited for this. You know, I, I thought it was real clever how they do. Oh, my right. gosh, dude. I'm not a teacher. Dude, <laughs> it has been rough, dude. It has been rough. Because the problem we had with the kids being home is we have the teenagers. And we flat out told them, like, listen, you guys got to stay on your stuff by yourself. Like, you guys got your own laptops. Get on your Zooms meet your teachers, get on there, do your work, turn it in. We're going to check with you. We got to stay on top of the elementary kids, the little ones that the minute you get up and you walk outside, they get right back on Fortnite. You know, they're like done. I do know that. So, so, um, and and, and the challenge is like when the kids are in school, it's a structured classroom setting. They're in their own desk. They got the teacher, which is not their parent. But at home, they're comfortable. They're in their pajamas. They're doing the schoolwork. They could try to get mm-hmm. away with more, uh, you know, at home. So they're, they're, the discipline is really not the same. Let me give another perspective. Please. So um, all credit to my wife, Sarah. So she's actually done really well structuring a schedule. Like she has a schedule. We do PE every day. We do classwork every day. Um my daughter is phenomenal at schoolwork, so uh, she really enjoys that. My son enjoys getting ahead, so he prefers to get right up in the morning and get and just knock it out, knock it out, dude. See, that's why I try and, to tell the kids, just uh, do it. And my youngest, uh, he enjoys the one-on-one time. So having his mom or dad help him one-on-one with with schoolwork, he's phenomenal with that. And so, and he was doing tutoring before. So we already started kind of on that track of mm-hmm. kind of doing schoolwork at home. And so she's done really well. Like we're doing on top of schoolwork, which I think is great is because we're kind of bringing, and my wife is phenomenal at this, is bringing, I don't know if you remember this class from high school, it's called Home Ec. <laughs> yeah, Shelly started that. And so, you know, we're doing, the kids are doing baking, learning how to cut with knives, how to cut vegetables, nice. how to um, prepare food, how to prepare. Uh, my wife's always been baking, but now it's been like every week they're baking. Um, and it's been great to see them totally involved. Uh, we might even get into some more gardening. We, you know, a lot of woodwork. I've been knocking projects out and left right at the house. And um, like I taught my son this morning, uh, my youngest, how to change a tire tube on his bike. And I had him nice. do it. And because I had the time to just, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to help you. I'm not going to do it. You know, just step by step, you know, and just yeah. help them out where it is. It was great to have that experiences. 
Um, my son is uh, 14, be 15 soon. And so we're starting to do driving lessons with him. Nice. Um, we had him, we, we changed the oil, changed all the fluids, taught, you know, and I think that'll be in. So he, because he can see on the horizon of having the freedom of, hey, having a vehicle and driving, he's like, you know what? He's totally into it. Now he's, yeah. now he's vested. You is, know? He, is he comfortable behind the wheel, even at this age? Even at this age, yeah. He, I mean, we've been driving, he's been driving side by sides because he's taller. Yeah for many years and so it's so just, he, he kind of got it he yeah. has the concept yeah he got the concept he, yeah. and so we're just we're i'm just trying to you know i just figure you know i don't think you should be waiting until you get a driver's license or a permit to learn to drive because if you're waiting then then how many hours are you going to log in right yeah for sure and the more hours you log in the better the better more comfortable and the easier you'll be in so for sure. Yeah. I, uh, with the cooking, we've been doing a lot of cooking, all kinds of different recipes and stuff like that. But I feel like Shelly and I are like running like a little roadside cafe. We cook mediocre food for <laughs> unhappy customers and we clean up and we do it all over again and we just keep doing it and doing it. And so uh, guys, you have bad employees. You have bad employees. <laughs> you got to hire better. Because at our, ours is more like a, uh, ours is like a first grade restaurant. Like oh really? Yeah, like, like a five star. Like five star. Like the the dish. That the they food did. is good. I don't want to mean. I don't mean to throw my wife under the bus, but I just thought that was funny. It, we we've got some dietary concerns. My oldest is gluten free, um, but yeah, no, the meals have been phenomenal. Like we they yesterday the kids like I said they learned how to cut vegetables correctly. Yeah. Um, today they did a pasta dish, so they learned how to cook nice. pasta. Like you know, you know, our kids have always enjoyed the cooking shows, and so we've done some like mini. So you're trying some of the stuff off the shows. Oh yeah, like oh, we nice. yeah our our kids are like yeah we're down for that and so it's great in the fact like especially yesterday when they cut their own vegetables cut their own sausage like cooked everything baked it all mm -hmm. was you know they appreciated actually using better ingredients like oh you know that I can really taste that oh yeah instead of you know. The store-bought Instead of eight ounces of barbecue yeah. sauce or ketchup going all over everything to choke it down, right? They're like, oh, I cut that. I prepared that. I washed right that. I baked that, you know? So now they're a little bit more vested in, okay, how's this stuff, how does this actually taste? And, and why does it taste that way? And why is, why is the texture like that? Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, it's been nice to have a little bit of a break from uh, from the school. You know, yeah. this being spring break and stuff. So we've really stepped up our movie game. I got to tell you a funny story here is uh, we decided to watch some of the old, old movies when I was a kid. So we're catching up on those and the kids like those. Really? Yeah. Because Sarah so, and I are, we, we are wondering how we failed at life because <laughs> so we have put some Beastie Boys on the old Alexa. Oh yeah. And our daughter is like, oh, this is so horrible. <laughs> well, 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 we we watched uh, we watched a bunch of like kind of old '80s type movies that we grew up with. Yeah. Anyways, we watched uh, Back to the Future too, nice. and and that if you don't remember Back to oh, the I Future remember. too, is they go into the future and they right. go into the year 2015, and 
my son goes, did you guys really think this is what 2015 was going to be like? <laughs> and I'm like, who didn't have a, who at did, the time? Like, yeah, hoverboard. Who yeah. didn't think we were going to have hoverboards by now? Oh man, those Nikes, the felt, the self-fitting clothes. Oh, oh, I was all over that. And watching that as a kid, I thought, dude, the future's going to be awesome. And he's like, dude, the 2015 is nothing like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I but don't we, know. They've tried we to come guessing. close. Yeah, they've tried to come close. You know, yes, we have hoverboards, but no, they don't float. Well, what's funny is we had this obsession. I think in the 80s over fax machines because in the movie oh yeah mcfly goes to his house and there was fax machines hanging off the walls and in every room right and then when he got fired all of them start spitting out you're fired yeah and it's like it's like did we have some kind of obsession with fax machines or something like i did i yeah we watched that a, a couple months ago or something and the same thing they're like fax machines fax machines i'm like yeah we don't have fax machines anymore no, no. and I, I think the one thing is they couldn't foresee is the iPhone 3. I mean, the iPhone, you know? Oh, yeah, for That's sure. actually what changed, uh, you know, changed our, our social. It, you know, the fact that you literally have a supercomputer, the size, you know, smaller than your hand, that does fax machine, copy, photo, oh, yeah. phone. We're trying to get rid of paper. Yeah. And, it, and for some reason, we had this idea that we we're going to have paper coming out of everywhere. And now, uh, and that's another thing, too. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Here we are in the in the corona days, and that's fast-forwarding us to no paper. Like, I wonder oh, yeah. in the future, there's already most businesses are doing away with cash. And that's been predicted for a while. And I think, you know, post-COVID, we'll see that even even go farther. And so um, I think that is, you know, more of reality. You know, I don't think it's, you know, any coincidence, you know, you have your Apple card with your Apple cash, you have your Google pay yeah, with, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's been floating along, but it's never been like huge. And I think post COVID, I think most retailers are going to be like, we're not dealing with cash. The opportunity too, you know, that you do have fees that go along with that, but the fees versus shrinkage, if you're in the retail world, shrinkage is one of your biggest overhead costs. Do you know what shrinkage is? <laughs> what I think it is. No. It has it's nothing to do with the swimming pool. It has nothing to do with the swimming pool. <laughs> shrinkage is a cute name for employee theft. Oh, okay. <laughs> because they're shrinking the pot. Why did they name it that? <laughs> uh, I think it's a. it's just a covert way of saying Hey, shrink it. <laughs> yeah, because they're shrinking the the profit, right? When the employees yeah. are stealing, it's they're taking right. Seinfeld just went through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, with the advent, like we've even gone to a direct deposit, which I had started before. Oh yeah, I've been and on now that for it's a like, time. yeah. Well, not only that, but for independent contractors, it's a little bit more complicated. Okay. Um, and so. You know, now it's more of, okay, uh, you know, it, it, now it's even easier. And it helps out on our accounting along the way to have everything automated. We do it one time. Yeah, for We're sure. We're not having to handling checks, not, you know, not worried about when they're posting and all that. So it, it's, it's tremendously better for us that way. And we had already started that process. So when COVID hit, we were already prepared. I can't believe that that's going to be like a thing now, like, 
you pre COVID, pre COVID, post COVID type thing. And, yeah. and the, the idea of this is how this is going to completely change our lives for the future forever. The, uh, uh, I was talking to the neighbor the other day and like he described this as a fire drill. All this is, is a fire drill. Cause it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And, and, and this is preparing us for future ones that could even be worse. And the way he said it, it's like, now he's, he really likes conspiracy theories and he gets a little bit out there, but at the same time, I think some of the stuff he's, he's not too far off. And, and I like how he described it as a fire drill, you yeah. know, and it's, I don't know, it's been kind of crazy, but, uh, this is actually, people have been like preparing for something mm -hmm. and and I think people have been preparing for something. They just didn't know what it was. And, you know, I, there's so many theories out there. And there's a lot of theories where I think that I'd like to, like, that make sense. Mm -hmm. But they're, on the flip side, there's so much misinformation. Like, Dude, that's the worst right now. And so, it, you know, before we were starved for information. Now we have too much information that we're having to go back and filter it. And, you know, I was reading something today about the, um, the, the, actually the cons of vaccines and not just like, Hey, should you get your vaccines? No, this is more on a, on a global scale, how they've been testing out vaccines in third world countries and some of the devastation that it's left in its wake. Yeah. Someone, uh, one of my friends posted on Instagram saying, I, I forgot how it said it, but it was a post on, uh, leaving Africa alone. Like, yeah. like stop testing this in Africa kind yeah. of a thing. And, and, but so, and, and like, I don't even like to read that stuff until I kind of fact check it. And I haven't had time to fact check it because a lot of times you have to do, you, you kind of have to set out on your own quest to find the real information. Were you too busy plumbing a cabin? Yeah, I was too busy plumbing a cabin. And running a garden. So running a garden, you know, That'd treasuring a, through some snow and. Well, to be honest with you, dude. The facts checking, man, that get, I won't lie to you, that kind of gets a little on the old side. It does, I, but I, you I, have I, to do it, though. Yeah, you know, no, if, I agree. If you care, but if you care, you know, if you don't care, you know, which that's most of the time like, hey, do I really want to spend this much time to fact check and figure this out? Or do I just want to deal with what I got on my plate? Yeah. Well, and, and I hope that from here on out, like, there's going to be a lot of changes in the future, no doubt. But I, I think one of them should be, our relationship with uh, the media. And, yeah. and I really hope that um, Americans really open their eyes and realize, you know, find that way of, of getting real information. And, and this, this media is, is just nuts. And, and how quick we are to just hook, line, sinker and just jump right into it. And it's like, yep, there it is, you know, and, yeah. and they believe everything. And then they quickly post it. And then some people get their media or, or their news from social media. So people are sharing these posts and it gets crazy out of hand. Gets emotional, and, gets oh, wound yes. up. And it's the same thing as, as, you know, how you interpret a text message, right? You, you know, text messages can say something, but, you know, not if it's out of context or if it's, you know, you put your emotion into that text message. Like they're saying that text messages aren't emotional and then they have emoji cons and you have everything like that. 
The problem being is, you know what? If I don't like what you're saying or how you're you're saying it, then I'm taking it the wrong way, you yeah. know? Or vice versa is, oh, you said that. I took it this way. I thought we were on the same page or I thought you were saying something else. And, and then you talk to someone and they're like, that's not what I said at all. Yeah. And so that's where communication. Um, the other thing is like, everyone's like, well, we're going to start doing more teleconferences. Um, this day and age, as well as many, many studies, like it, it is still, they've because they've tested this many times. And I see this even in our own industry is like, we had a teleconference this morning. Mm-hmm. It's not as productive. It doesn't have as much energy in it. Um, and you can't go into detail. Like you, you typically you only have one person talking at the same time. You don't have any side conversations. Um, people are wary of like, oh, I don't want to say something to the whole group and, you know, and they misunderstand it or I don't, you know, whatever. And so my point with that is, you know, what you're encountering is I don't, I think you will see more teleconferences, but they will go way down. I would say probably a 75% reduction because the productivity, this is what I was getting to, sorry for long, long-winded, productivity is uh, a teleconference versus meeting someone face-to-face typically costs your business 30 to uh, 35% in productivity. Like they just, they've already, oh, for sure. they've calculated it out. Whereas if you can, you know, sit across from someone, tell them, hey, this is exactly what I need. This is what we're thinking. You have a sidebar with someone else, da, 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 da. You can get real efficient. And so, um, because I looked at this many years ago of just doing virtual businesses. And virtual businesses are not as productive as having someone in the office saying, this is what we're doing. For sure. So, um, and so, yeah, you know, and actually, you know, one of the compliments I get is, you know, you talk about the plumbing. I, I took it off. I, I can see something on Pinterest or YouTube and recreate it. And I'm like, doesn't everyone do that? And then most people are like, Eric, no, we have to like, we watch it on YouTube and then we go hire a plumber to do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's what they're like. No, you can't do it yourself. I'm like, well, if you know what you're doing, they're like, yeah, that's the gap right there. Well, one of the things that we've been doing at, the, at our house, just like you, is tons of projects. So I've been helping Shelly, and we have this upstairs office that we just keep throwing stuff in and throwing stuff in and throwing stuff in. We have books. That's a lot of people to be throwing oh, stuff in. Oh, dude. And, and we, have, we have all kinds of stuff in there, boxes of paper and old bills. We cracked up some, some old boxes we had, and I found my old uh, from, <laughs> from 98. Nice. An AT&T bill when the cell phone bill came with all the phone numbers on there that oh, you called. those were the good days, yes. They were like 10 pages long. You know, so, and, and I don't know why we kept all that stuff. So, we, we've been going through it. We've been cleaning it. We've been Your shredding order. papers. Well, not anymore. We got rid of a ton of stuff. But what was amazing is we have these old books. It's like, oh, man, we need to keep this book. It's like, no, it's on the internet now. Right. We don't need any of these books. I mean, it. Some of the books we, we do like to keep, but like most of these instructional books, even some old like church manuals, uh, school books, stuff like that, all gone. It's like we can get all of this on there. I've, I found those old, um, what are they called? Clintons or uh, it, it's the automotive books. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Clinton Automotive. Yeah. yeah. Clifton. You, Clifton. Clifton or something like that where yeah. you buy the book for the model of car that you got. Right. And uh, I found a bunch of those. It's like, man, there's, there's no need to have those things. You just go to YouTube, you type in any kind of problem on your make and model, and you're going to have a full instructional video on a guy that's telling you how to change an alternator yeah. on a 2005 Chevy or something. You know, I mean, like, you just don't need that stuff. So we've been, dude, the back of the van is full of donated stuff. You know, just tons from clothes to books to items we don't need. We're really minimizing inside the house we're getting rid of a ton of stuff and you know what it feels good uh our last episode we had josh silito on which i want to say was a terrific interview and we really enjoyed having him on and we plan on having him on again and if you if you haven't listened to the last two episodes please go check out 29 and 30 they were terrific terrific episodes anyways one of the things he says was to help you out mentally during this whole quarantine is finding these kind of projects and cleaning out your life, cleaning out the clutter in your life. Yeah. And it's going to relieve stress. It's going to relieve that anxiety. And you're going to feel better about being in your home. We're all stuck in the, our home right now. Feel good about it. And I don't like to use that word. I told my teenage daughters, they're dying in the home, man. They want to go out and hang out with their friends so bad. I said, listen, you're not stuck at home. You're safe at home. Yeah. We got to stay healthy. We got to get through this. We got to get this over with. It sucks. I understand this weekend, Easter, we always be, we're always with family. We're not going to be with them. Yeah. It's going to feel a little different. Tomorrow's my uh, son Sheldon's birthday and it's, it's going to kind of suck for yeah. him. You Especially know? I mean, Sheldon. He's one of your good kids. Well, the, the kids love to have fun birthday parties, have friends over and don't get me wrong. We're going to do something. It's not like we're not going right. to do anything, but it's not going to just be the, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. So, you know, uh, cleaning out this stuff, cleaning out the clutter, rearranging your furniture, maybe even trying to get some gallons of paint, repaint a room or something. Take this opportunity well, to make your house super comfortable and it's going to make you feel so much better. Well, not only that, not even with the super comfortable, but you know, one of the things that we've noticed is that, you know, uh, Every day, like we talked about, you know, those life skills is another part about that is accomplishing something. You have to feel like for us and like we have to feel like we accomplished something. Like I talked about, you know, my son changing a tire tube this morning, fixed a bookshelf, um, you know, doing a bunch of these pro when we say doing projects is we need to have like I'm a checklister anyways, but. And part of having that, hey, you know, like I see a lot of memes right now or memes. Memes. <laughs> I like memes, but memes. Everyone's like, that's a meme. Is uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, now we're on this long weekend. How does it feel? Sucks, huh? And I think people are realizing, hey, you know what? I do need to get something done. Like I need to feel accomplished, even though you can't feel accomplished professionally is you can feel accomplished at home. You know, uh, I would invite your, you know, uh, your daughters to go out and pull weeds. There are, in this valley right now, there is a weed farm growing oh, everywhere. And so that's one of the things, like I took like half hour, 45 minutes. Okay, it's closer to 20, 30 minutes, but I can make it look longer. <laughs> is And I pulled the weeds in my front yard, and uh, I let my kids know. I said, there's going to be some side work and some backyard work. And, and 
yeah, you know what? Like same thing. We cleaned out our storage shed, you know, cleaned that all up and, you know, got rid of stuff that was broken, got stuff that was like, I have no idea where we're holding on to this, you know? Well, there's definitely, uh, I think a, uh, we're playing with this camera back and forth yeah. there, but I really think that there's definitely a silver lining in all of this. I mean, I, I know that it can be depressing to a lot of people and maybe people who have relationship problems now kind of stuck at home or they may not have had relationship problems, but discovered that they now they do. Yeah. Whatever the case you may be, there's definitely a silver lining. There's some good things that are happening. People are out and about, um, you know, but, but they're not out and about in public areas or stores or something. They're out on the trails. They're out in the parks. They're kind of getting fresh air. Or they're, these parents are playing with their kids. Now, since their kids can't go on these play groups or play dates with their friends, the parents are spending time with them. So there, there's some positivity that's going to come from all of this. Um, and, and, and same thing, you know learning something new yeah i've i've been learning something new my son has really you know and it's not just the parents that are teaching Uh, my youngest is taking he takes a lot of pride in developing his dad into being a Fortnite player actually you're a kid about Fortnite, but my youngest is like dad i'm I'm helping you out we're training we did get a victory royale i didn't want to didn't want to brag but um, but it's there. It's there. It's there. It's going to happen. And so, uh, and there's some days when I'm, uh, it's just not happening. I used to be a decent gamer and and I let that go years ago. And, and so trying to get back into the mode. And But, you know, it's something that he totally enjoys. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy, and I've always enjoyed being with my kids. And I think most people who know me know that. And so every day I'm trying to do like, one thing with you know with each one of my kids and then my wife's like uh yeah where where's my service ticket like what when do i get you know dad time and and so dates are even different you know oh, hey yeah. what are you doing for tonight well we're going on a drive yeah <laughs> all right we'll be back in about 45 <laughs> minutes half hour depends on like what's on the radio you I know i really hope you don't say it like that <laughs> hey sarah <laughs> you want to go on a we're going to go on a drive i did I do have to admit that uh, parent-teacher conferences has gotten a lot more fun. Oh, we haven't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot more fun. But no, with the Fortnite, my kids have been all into it, and they've been playing a little bit more with their friends. And they yeah. keep doing this thing called a fashion show. Nope, nope, we're not doing that. Nope. That, that must be your older kids. It's some kind of group where the kids get together, yeah. and then they go on some kind of mission together or something. They call it, you know what, I don't I don't know. know. Well, and that and there's a whole lot of Minecrafting going on in our house, so it's all good. Man. Yeah, I, I mean, they got to stay entertained. They gotta, they gotta do something. It's uh, believe it or not, over it all. I, I'm, I'm. At first, I was kind of surprised, but sometimes our kids have surprised us on how much they're getting along. Yeah, you know, sometimes a, a little bit of argument here and there, you know, but uh, it, it overall, you know. Uh, I've been impressed with some of my older kids who, you know, it's hard for a teenager to hang out with a seven-year-old yeah. or something like that. Their, their attitudes are totally different. But when you don't have a choice, all of a sudden you're kind of learning to be with each other. And it, it, it's been kind of nice. Here, a little uh, yeah. tip on that. So one of the traditions that we've started and we're really enjoying because, you know, everyone's like puzzle crazes. Puzzles are sold out along with toilet paper. Oh, yeah. 
in, in board games. So one of the things that we started uh, just this week was we've every day we let a new person in the family pick the board game. And after we do uh, a spiritual lesson, then we do um, a game and a board game. And so every night we have someone else pick a new game and nice. Yeah. Instead of trying to like negotiate it out and argue, Oh, I wanted to play this. You wanted to play that. Da, da, da. It's not even, what was the last game you played? Uh big box of dominion. I've never heard of it. Your family should have it. Really? It's embarrassing. That you guys don't have it. <laughs> So <laughs> embarrassing for who? For me, I guess. And uh, and then before that, we played Unstable Unicorns. And before that, we played uh, what did we play before that? Um, I'm trying to remember. Years ago, I used to have a roommate that used to play. It used to take days to play. Was it not life? Risk. Risk. That's it. Oh, we played Monopoly. That's what we played three days ago. Yeah. So we played Monopoly. Nice. Um, and then we played uh, Unstable Unicorns. And then we played, we also have Cover Your Kingdom. But we'll see. Uh, I don't know what, what uh, Mama Bear is going to pick tonight's Mama Bear's Night. So she'll pick a game. And, and it's just been nice, though, because. Maybe she'll want to go on a drive. Mm, she's been <laughs> looking kidding. forward to picking her night. <laughs> yeah, so. I bet. And so, yeah, it's something, uh, you know, we talk about interacting as a family and, and try not to avoid the arguments when we can. So that's awesome, man. Well, uh, we got some, uh, we got another interview tomorrow that we got set up. We will have uh, Ryan Nelson here in the studio. What? Ryan and would it be Ryan Jr.? No. No. It's Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. It's R R Y N E, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan and Ryan. Ryan got drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Correct. And he is a upcoming pitcher that is terrific. I read some articles online. They're really looking him a, a really big prospect, and uh, we're excited to have him. And well, he his, is a big prospect. He's like he's six, a tall guy, six five or six seven, and. And what I love about him is he's actually just a down to earth guy. Oh yeah. Down to earth kid. Actually to me he's just a kid. But uh, you know, I have to give him props for, you know, party in the back, you know, business up front. I mean, he is <laughs> I mean, his his baseball mullet right now is on fire. So it, it'll be nice to have him and we're gonna get into some uh, back to some fatherhood stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. Ryan, his daddy's gonna talk about he, I know he coached Ryan for a long time, and uh, and you're sporting, and, and you're sporting yeah, the little league that, that Henderson Ryan Little League that Ryan is still some blood, sweat, and yeah, tears into. Yeah. So, so we're gonna have some questions. It'll it'll be nice to talk sports. We have not been able to talk sports uh, since all the games have been shut down and stuff. So, and we'll talk about Cooperstown with him. Do yeah. you know about his his association with Cooper's? A little I do. sad, a little sad this year. And we'll talk about you know, hey, even, yeah, I know the kids are are pretty beat up about it but him and his wife have put a lot of effort into their local team going to cooperstown and i was looking forward to uh you know seeing that come to fruition and to see that those yeah. hopes dashed is pretty sad too and then uh, uh next week we're going to have a financial advisor on i think that will be uh, a pretty uh, a real good interview i know a lot of people have had uh, some questions financially uh what's going on uh 
all kinds of different questions. So this, uh, this guy, has, his name's Lance. He's going to come on and he's going to talk about uh, what we can do with our money. And if you don't have any money or the stimulus check that everyone's going to be getting here in Who a week when. or whenever. It's uh, supposed to be actually, it's supposed to be tomorrow actually, but. Oh, well, supposedly we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, what we can do with that, what's, what's the best idea with it? Um, so we got some good questions for him. So if you guys have, we questions, got a couple of big episodes. Absolutely. If you have questions, Huge. we might even open up a, a phone line and then same thing for, uh, you know, if you guys want to throw us a DM, um, if you have questions about finances, whether it be real estate or upcoming personal wealth or personal finance. And that's one of the things I'm going to talk to Lance about is, you know, hey, I'm not wealthy. What, what role do financial players play in our in our lives? Absolutely. And what, can, what roles can they do? So, yeah, we are, we're going to get into all of that. And it's going to be uh, it'll be a couple of good episodes coming up. And, and we got some other uh some other stuff cooking, you know, uh, I do have to admit that during this COVID-19 quarantine, uh, it, it, it's kind of hard to get some guests in. I mean, people don't want to move around too much. And so we're going to so start doing gonna, some more remotes. Yep. Um, and in all fairness though, they've been at home enjoying their, their blue coolers. They've been enjoying their, their, you know, their blue cooler cups. And yeah. Nice. And so that stuff's been nice. They're like, Oh, this is frosty. Just like Adam told yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's lukewarm, <laughs> whatever t- tickles your tonsils, man. That's, That's right. Dude, it's, it's great. And we want to thank Blue Coolers for sponsoring the podcast. And, and I think we might even get, uh, we might do a remote with Blue Coolers because they can't. Let's uh, do that. They can't, obviously they don't want to, they're not traveling, but uh, we'll do a, we'll do an interview with Blue Coolers and talk to them about uh, social media, right? Because their business is all based off of social media. Absolutely. And so, you know, we can talk to them about the what's what are they seeing on their side like i know everyone's getting more ads more engagement everyone's like i'm at home today this is how i'm going crazy right yeah, for sure and, and so uh and and so if you guys have questions about some of the back end workings and we'll actually post some of their videos they actually have some of the funniest craziest yeah, videos and that's uh and that's the, the team that's working on them so uh, once again, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Yes. Uh, if you please. have questions or if you have stuff that you you'd like to hear, you know, Adam and I are very accessible. Um, especially if you you know see us on the trails or you know you see us on social media, feel free to reach out. We'd love to have you. We may even have, you know, we've got a lot of topics that we have coming up. Some of the other things are like okay, what do, you know, what is the life of a teacher? Because I know that teachers are still checking in, right? You talk Absolutely. about, yeah. so now it's the script is flipped, right? There's a pretty good chance that school's out for the rest of the year, you know? And so do the teachers feel let down? Are their paychecks still coming in? I know office staff is still technically working and they're working from home. Um, and then other things is we may even have some models in that, you know, a, via remote but you're like well why would we do that you know there's people that make yeah why would we do that well (laughs) and so well so they make going back to social media is like okay who are these people who actually make money off of instagram um i've got a friend he's got a youtube channel and he makes a little nugget off of off of youtube yeah And, and so to hear how he took it from literally zero to over 20,000 and he's got great engagement. Like he knows his niche and that's what he does. Um, 
And, and so to kind of, you know, meet some of the people that are on YouTube, on Instagram, that have incorporated, you know, put part of their life into our lives, I, I think it would be interesting to have an interview with them. And oh, absolutely. So if you guys have questions about um, any of those people that we'll be getting on, feel free to reach out to us. Or anything you would like to hear. But anyways, yeah, please tell your friends about us. If you're new to the show, click on down to some of our other episodes. We got some terrific interviews with some fantastic people. And uh, uh, they've been really good. So go check those out while we are all on quarantine. You got plenty of time. And, uh, and you can check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find Staying in Trouble. So thanks for tuning in. And we appreciate your support. And always, thank you so much.